On this edition of Any Given Fun Day, we begin by talking about the New York Shockers. This weekend was absolutely awesome. We had a doubleheader over there at Afram Sports Park. First with the women, they end in a tie, and then we go into a men's game that was absolutely insane. They will be playing again on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m., Right there against the Kingston Stockade again. We took them down on Saturday. They were an undefeated team. They're not undefeated anymore. I can't wait to see everybody there. I need to see everybody that listens to this podcast. Please pull up. Please, if you have any questions, if you have money issues, whatever it may be, please just message us on the podcast Instagram and we will find a way to get you there. Um, after that, we get into Saratoga Racecourse opening up again to the public Thursday's opening day. What's our expectations? A, a little, a couple stories regarding Saratoga. And we take you through the steps of what it is like to party at the Saratoga Racecourse. After that, we get into a little home run derby predict- predictions. We talk about what's going to happen. Who's going to win? Wh- who's the dark horse? Who's who's going to underwhelm us? What's going on with the home run derby? That's tonight. And then after that, we talk a little bit of Suns. Suns and four is nothing anymore. It's not going to happen. It's it's a thing of the past. But can we get Suns and five? Is is Giannis really a number one guy? Really, really seriously, is he a number one scorer? Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is always brought to you by our great, great sponsors. I'm talking about Cosmic Donuts. I'm talking about 12 months of June Barbershop. Cosmic Donuts right there, 1 Albany Avenue in Kinderhook. Jory and the, and the rest of the crew up there is absolutely phenomenal. We love them so much. They brought us some donuts last week for the podcast party, and they are just, they are the most phenomenal donuts. On our Instagram, uh, we just posted a new story with all their new flavors, and there's just some absolutely crazy flavors. Oh my God, I love them so much, and they're so thick. And uh, duck, duck donuts, who? Oh my God, I love them. And then, of course, 12 months of June Barbershop. My dude, June, it, I mean, the the best the best guy that I know really one of the best uh, June located right there at 11 Avatrano Road uh, behind Little Anthony's Pizzeria uh, find him on the Booksy app at 12 months of June go over there get your haircut uh, you know beard trim whatever you need uh, make sure you get him on the Booksy app though of course and and book your appointment uh, he doesn't take any uh, walk-ins or anything like that but just get over there and see June oh my God one of the best dudes and you're just gonna have a you're gonna have a great conversation you're gonna get a great haircut it's one of the most pristine haircuts you know, I've ever gotten is going to June. And and ever since I went to June, the only reason that I won't go to June is if this guy goes on a vacation across the country. And then, and then again, I, I even think about following him just to get another haircut. But June is my guy. He's one hell of a dude. Um, find him on Instagram at 12 months of June. You know, if you have any questions about how to book him, what a book app is, I mean, whatever it may be, just hit me up at given fun day or at Joey Haas. Uh, and we will be glad to figure out a way to get you booked with June. And if you get in there and you get a cut with June, just make sure you said, yo, it's the fun day boys. Uh, they, you know, they, they taught you up and, and that's the reason we're here. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a packed episode here. Can't wait to, to share it with you guys and, 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 Oh my God, the capital region is just popping right now at sports. I'm so excited. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, make sure you let the fun days roll. gentlemen welcome to another episode of any given fun day my name is joey Hassan. sitting across from me is ray 
Osterhout. I was thinking of something cool to say in the middle. It wasn't going to come out. I always try to come up with something cool in the middle. It never comes out. Ray Osterhout, what's going on, brother? How are you? Doing good, bro. Good. Had a good weekend. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. Always Got a lot the gang of fun. together for the first time, all yeah. out at the same time. So that was a lot of fun, and we got even more fun looking forward to this week and a lot of stuff to cover today. Always, always a fun time. And I will say, Ray, I, and like you know how like this is, it's always an awkward conversation to talk like uh, human relationships. I feel like right, okay, but I feel like, bro, I really do. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, or you can agree with me. But I need your two cents. Okay. I feel like over the last month, we've really grown together. A hundred percent. Like, I feel like we have leveled up from boys to like, we're, we're, we're inching. We're very inching closer to like the Biffle category. Like we are. No, seriously, we are. You didn't just use that. I, we I might have said, to go back down a notch. No, don't say that. What do you think? No, <laughs> no seriously, what I, do you think? Genuinely, yes. A hundred percent. And I wish, honestly, I wish we did it right at the start. We didn't really... I, it's not that obviously we didn't want to. We kind of just both were doing our own things, but then just coming here and we were still boys. We were still able to fuck around with each other. Now I feel like we can do that even more. Yeah. I You're starting to get to know me a little bit better. Um, I like when you see your boys drunk side, right? And that other side that you don't get to see all the time. You level really, up. You right. level up. And you still haven't seen that side of me really, no, have I you? I can't wait. No, yeah, you have. Remember at my place when... What, right, like but that was like a ago? year ago. That was a yeah. year ago. I so, want like... You want raw. And it's coming. It's coming. You're sick. But I feel like it's on the verge, right? Yeah. But, I'm, I, dude, I, I'm not going to lie, man. I, th- I, feel, I We're taking big strides, right? And I feel like with a good friendship comes a better podcast, right? 100%. And I feel like it's it things are somehow things are even more comfortable, right? Like we're always comfortable together, but I feel like we're we're getting next level. Like, you know, it's it's we're at we're almost at that point, right? Where like we know our cues. Like, you know, like when I'm you know what I mean? Like you just start to to feel out things better than you would when you first start. You know what I mean? Yeah, when you when you stop talking or when you're about to stop talking or when I know you when know. you you know when I I'm, I'm about to say something or I have something on my mind that I want to get off my chest. Right. So you know when to like cut your line. Shut the fuck up. Kind of. Just say it. But yeah. not aggressively. It's just more of like a consideration thing of like, okay, he's basically telling me to stop talking because I've been talking so long. And you do the same thing to me. Right. Especially when I get on my rants. Yeah. And those. like I know how to trigger you now, right? Like I've yeah. learned I've started to learn like how to trigger you. Like there's certain cues. Where I can just where I can mention something and then I can just and I don't even have to see it in your facial expression. I'm just like, yeah, this dude's kind of mad. Like, there's something, 100%. there's something going on right now. Playing a little cod together this weekend, dude. We were up till what? Dude, we were up till like four, four in the morning, <laughs> popping off together. We did win. Yeah, and I will say, I think I had like a 12 kill game with you. You had seven, but oh fuck, <laughs> I had a 10 yeah, kill game yesterday. I had six. I had 16. You had seven. And I think. I think uh, I'm not gonna mention Kobe. I don't want. I don't want anyone. You know, no, bagging no, on no, him. No, no, right? no, Kobe. Yeah, he was Kobe a part did, of the win. He. he Listen, listen, every good team has, as my friends would like to call it, a meat shield, right? Every good team has a meat shield. Kobe played his role to perfection, right? He was the, uh, who's a guy that I'm, uh, I need a, I need a good, he was like the, um, the Draymond Green. Hidu Turkaloo. Hidu Turkaloo, yep. Um, uh, who's a good, who's a good, like, uh, third guy that would, that played with it, like, he's not, like, he's that third guy. But he wasn't a star? Yeah, yeah, he just played his maybe, maybe like um, Shane Battier. Can we get behind that? Wow. Kobe was a good Shane Battier. Okay, right. I like came that. in, came in in game seven, game six. Right, fucking lit it up from three. Didn't do anything the rest of the series. 
Maybe more of a Mike Miller, James Jones. Because we did, win, we won a game, right? Yeah, no, that was remember that was the dude, and we played with a random kid. Yes, and he and Kobe <laughs> played the Shane Battier role. Like he stepped up, had like four kills, yeah, and that was it. But point being is, we were up till four a.m. We were pretty cracked out, and that that was a great weekend. Uh, that was that was a, a phenomenal weekend. Um, it, it started right on Thursday night with with our mini AGF party that got absolutely pissed on. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, where we where we actually first learned about. Uh, Shake, putting our hands on our knees and, and doing our thought shit or whatever it was, right? I, I don't remember it, but um, started there into a great Friday uh, where we we did nothing. No, nope. we did nothing on Friday. Did we? Uh, no, we did the no, podcast. We did the podcast. I was gonna we say, did the we, YouTube yeah. video together, um, which was really fun having having uh, Brienne here and and everybody here. Really, I think it was just a different show, YouTube exclusive, not even going on, not even on. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, computer had some had some funnies so it's on it's on uh it's it's only on youtube so Wrong if you want to see that it's good it's fun um and then we led into a saturday which was absolutely and that's where we'll start actually it was absolutely fucking electric right um i've been obviously i've been preaching the new york shockers right um and i will i'll be completely transparent here I didn't like soccer at the start of this, right? I didn't know soccer very well. I had watched it a few times, like some World Cup games, some Euro, you know. I had I had um, dabbled in it, right? They say this season, this that eight to ten games that I've done with the Shockers, I can truly say like I I fucking like soccer now, and I think like I, I can speak for all of us, right? I mean, at least me and you. You're 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 more of a soccer guy than I am. I I was very big into soccer. Back in like 2012 to 2016, right. I was following Chelsea. I was watching Premier League. Gotcha. I was watching Barcelona. That was one of my one of my best friends at the time. Was an Albanian guy who was huge in the soccer. Went to St. Rose, played there. Yeah. And then we used to go over to his house and just watch, you know, Champions League, whatever was on was Premier this League. Summer? No, uh, Eladon. Oh shit. Okay. Um, but what I'm saying, like, basically. You so uh, this maybe this re-sparked. It does, yeah, it did. It did. Okay, so just a rundown of this night, right? So doubleheader uh, on Saturday. First, the women's game. They were already out of the playoffs, but nonetheless, a good game, one to one. Girl on the other team had an absolute fucking snipe. Uh, it was insane. Uh, right, it right past the the halfway point or whatever they call it on, you know, midfield. Midfields. Yeah. There we go. Um, Absolute fucking snipe. Uh, girls had a good. It was like a good, good goal, I guess. But the one that I remember more was was the other teams because it was it was unruly. It was crazy. Um, so they tied. Whatever. Good game. It was good soccer. Built up the anticipation uh, to this men's game. Men's game uh, was was out of this world. Okay. I didn't. I didn't expect this. You definitely didn't expect it. Kobe, Brienne, Amber. All the fans, the players even, right, didn't expect this kind of game. So we did know that the Shockers were going to come in. They were in the playoffs, okay? But it was a matter of, A, who are they going to play? B, where are they going to play? And the Kingston team, who's undefeated coming into the season, uh, they did have, what, I think four ties. They yeah. were 5-0-4. Oh, Is that what I would be? 5-0-4, mm-hmm. um, oh, but they hadn't lost. They had tied a bunch of teams, never lost. So... About 20 minutes prior to the game, right? These these belligerent, belligerent people. Flags. I, it was like an army drums. of... Drums. Drums. 
flags. Uh, Vuvuzelas. Yes. You name it, they had it. You name it, it was probably there. If it was allowed in the arena, they had it. Yes, yeah. Yep, so they probably went through the the uh, the rules of what's allowed in, and then they were like packing it as they did it. Well, she was actually one of the one of the girls who was there was telling me that they told them that they weren't allowed to bring smoke bombs, and, and they we still were, did. No, they didn't. Oh, we did. We did. So they were pissed, which I like. Which was another thing that they were pissed about, which yeah, didn't help our yeah, cause on the yeah, other side yeah. of the field, which we'll get into. Why are the, Why are we? Uh, is that the away side we're on? Where you're doing that? You know, technically, technically, why are we on that side? So, you know, right. We'll talk about this at a later time. <laughs> okay. Because that kind of popped in my head halfway through uh, the game. Love the Shockers so much. I love you guys. Thank you. Uh, but that will be said at a, at a later time. But so these guys come in and they are just ready to fuck shit up. And I'm I'm nervous. I look I look over. I'm like, holy shit. We've never had a uh, like a single guy waving a flag even at, at a game. And these guys just brought the tribe. Right. The old South County tribe just pulled up in Kingston style. And I'm like, oh, fuck, we're screwed. And game starts. And I had some confidence in these guys, right? Um, I feel like I've built a good relationship. Uh, I don't know how because they don't they don't really know me. Um, but I feel like I know them really well. So that's what matters, I guess. Um, but I'm like, I think I think you can even speak for me on this. I think I was fucking hyped like, the, like from from kickoff. I was like, I was hyped. I think what helped that cause too was the fans being into it as and, much as And they you were. guys being there. I think you and Kobe and everybody being there and then hearing that it was like a possible playoff matchup. It's like, oh yeah. Well, and you know what happened too? Yeah. I don't know if you'll, once I tell you this, you'll probably remember, but off the top of your head, you might not. They weren't very aggressive towards us or towards the team, right? They were kind uh-huh. of just chanting, doing their thing. Being respectful at the start. At the start. Once it hit like 30 minutes. Once the drink started F-bomb flowing. F-bomb started. Yes. Calling us the Albany, uh, what was it? The Albany, chokers. The Albany chokers. The chokers. And, and, which is and weird because zero, we didn't even choke. Um, so, so once yeah. that started, yeah. it escalated us wanting a, our, to see our team, our hometown team win. Because they needed to win 2 nothing for them to have this home playoff yes. game. Yes. By the way, that they're having Wednesday night over at Afrim Sports which Complex. Which you have to be there. Which you got to go to. You got to be there. I promise you, you will have a great time. You will have a great time. And it's led it's led by the AGF team, too, right? Of course. Which just makes it even better. Um, but, yes, that exactly right. About So I think what really sparked the chokers... Um, was the fact that we had a PK and he missed, right? No, that was way later in the game. Was it? Yeah. N- well, that wasn't in the first half? No, that was in the... I think that... I feel like it was I feel like everything... Maybe you're right. I feel I, like for some reason, everything kind of happened at once. Okay. And it felt like everything was in a 10-minute span for me, but it probably wasn't. You know what I mean? It felt like yeah. we had the missed penalty, then we got another penalty kick, we scored that one, Yeah. and then like two minutes later, I turn around, I was like looking the other way in the woods or something, yeah. Yeah. and we scored again. So And Adebayo was running up the field yeah. without a shirt on, yeah. waving around yeah. like a psycho, and I loved it. So some so, so we got to fill in the blanks now, right? So we just you just gave us like the, a long-term timeline. Now we got to fill in a couple of the blanks. So like right. halftime hits, things are, things are a little choppy, right? There was a push over on the other side of the field. Um, between two scrappy. guys, yes, it was getting very scrappy, some shoving, some pushing, and you could see things were getting a little tense. Um, and that, and then that sparked the Kingston people to kind of be like, "Oh fuck, this team's kind of good, right? Like the Shockers might be pretty good. Maybe they're a lot better than they were the first time we saw them. New team. Uh, I don't know how long these teams have been together. How many players stay? Right. I, this is all new to 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 us. So." You know, maybe this Kingston team has had guys stay for a couple years, right? 
to where it's like, you know, they have a roster that they remember kind of. And you know what this does kind of remind me of, though, this league? It reminds me of Perfect Game. Yes. For baseball. That's right. So if you don't know what that is, it's all the team. There's a bunch of teams. Biggest teams are like the Amsterdam Mohawks around us is the um, Albany Dutchman, baby. Of course. Yeah, let's go. Roll Dutch. You know what I mean? That's so squad. Yeah. that's really what it looks like is yep. there's a bunch of college kids who have a lot of potential and have really never played together, but they get together for the summer league and they go out there, do their thing, still have a playoff competition at the end. And they're still playing towards a championship, working up their, you know, their stature and probably playing in front of scouts too. that maybe, pro, you know what I mean? Might be pro scouts that probably come to these games every once in a while. So. Absolutely. So, um, I know we're, we're we. This has got to be in depth though because it gets fucking intense. So halftime hits, and we have the Kingston crowd on our side of the field where my announcing little booth is, and they are absolutely ripping us a new ass, right? Like they are, they're all over our guys. They're calling one of our guys fucking Dracula, and I can't take it anymore. I'm Count like Chocula, yeah, Count Chocula. Like they're all over this kid. I'm like, yo, that's not fair. That's not right. So you know me, right? And I maybe wouldn't have did this. Um, or taking it to the extent I, I did uh, if you guys weren't there. And that's you, Kobe, and Brienne, right? But you were there. Yeah, if you were alone in that fight, probably would have gotten ugly. But I walk over to the I walk over to the other side of the field during halftime and I go to the the crowd. I, I I this is this is no this is this is completely transparent. I go over to them, I'm like, you guys, you guys need to step it the fuck up. I'm like, you guys need I need to hear you. I need you to look at me, and if my arms are flailing, your arms got to be flailing. I'm like, these guys are over here ripping me a new asshole, and that's not right. I'm like, I got to hear from you guys, and these are young dudes. It's not like I'm talking to, you know, Grandpa Chuck. I'm talking to a 17-year-old kid, right? Yo, get up. Get crazy. Let's go. I'm like, if you guys got a beer, go get another one. Let's get rowdy. Like, let's go. Mm -hmm. And so, and you can vouch for me on this one. Second half starts right off the freaking rip. These guys are locked in. Our fans, the New York Shockers fans, are locked in, right? They're shooting things off. They're ready. They're hyped. They're chanting. And I look at you guys, and I'm like, it worked. Like, let's go, right? And gets a good second half starts. And then this is where it all gets crazy, right? That first goal that we have, that PK, right? It was that first PK. At a tile? At a tile score. No. No, they brought some, I can't yes. remember who it was. It might have been Wiz. I think it was Wisdom. Yeah, I don't remember. Whoever it was. I'm sorry. We didn't it didn't matter because we didn't even have the roster she has. Correct. Well, so. Correct. <laughs> I love you, New York Shockers. I love I love everybody there. Thank you. Um, but goal happens. I hit the music, jump around hits, and it's the, like the place this gets place fucking blows up. Erupts. Erupts, right? If we were in the dome, it would have it would have been down. Yes. It would have came so down. you hear you hear the starter jump around, and you're like, holy shit, this place is literally, like, there's a mini earthquake happening. And I'm I'm hyped. I'm hyped as can be. I, I go on the field, and I just start, like, screaming, and you guys are getting hyped. You're like, yeah, yo, like, you guys start getting into it. And that's where I'm like, yo, this is going to be fun. So, knowing me, right, I'm, I'm an asshole. All right, I, I, I've declared myself level three brain rot, scumbag, like, the whole nine yards, right? So, I'm walking across the... I'm walking across uh, the fields where the Kingston Stockade fans are, and you know what they start doing to me. They didn't like me, right? Flipping you off, calling oh, you. Yeah. No, and you know what the funniest thing is? Even if they're listening, I don't care, because we ended up making up in the end. Absolutely. But still the fact that some people out there are calling you trailer trash, calling you a pedophile, and saying all this stuff. And they uh, have they looked in the mirror? 
Yeah. My one guy's got a dirt stash on with a trucker's hat that's got a rip in it. And listen, you want to tell that, me about and, trailer trash? And that's not, and, and listen, that is not at all hate. No. We, we love everybody here at AGF. No, but you're going to come in and, yes, and talk shit. Yes, that's right. You know right. what I mean? Don't expect to not get it back. That's right. Because I kept my mouth shut because, you know, I didn't have my shocker stuff on. It was my first game. I wanted to, I was supporting my that guy. That was your shock genity. You know what I mean? So next game, I'm going to get a shirt, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be locked in. I'm not, fuck, I might paint my face. I don't know. <laughs> might get someone to paint my stomach. It'll look like the, it'll look like the 10th planet of the world. <laughs> but the they start the ripping galaxy. into me, right? And and this is part my, this is partially my fault because I start ripping back in a professional way. Yeah. He, Everything yes. very professional. However, I get into it. Right. Like you see me and I, you can see me start to get a little steamy and I'm and I love it. Right. Like I'm feeding it. I love it. And I start giving them a little, you know, I start putting up the L. Right. Giving them a little L. The girls, that one chick starts getting a little close. And I'm like, hey, listen, one nothing, one nothing. And this is like 70, 70 something minute. So like I'm feeling good. About five minutes later, score another goal. This place fucking erupts times two. Fucking fireworks start going, you know, the firecrackers start going off, the power, you know, sparklers, you, you name, name it, it. Mm-hmm. you name it. It felt like the 4th of July part two, right? I was there, like, it was crazy. I'm going on the field at this point, right? Like, I, I, I hit the music and I start running on the field just flexing, right? Like, I don't know who I'm flexing for, flexing to. I don't know who I'm running to, but I'm just going, right? I'm like, let's go, let's get it. And this is where I start, to, maybe I get a little out of pocket here, but I go over and as I'm walking past them, as the professional I am, of course, the New York Shockers announcer, I, I go over there and I'm like, I, I got the 2-0 up and I'm just walking past them like, let's go, like repping the shirt, like flaring it in their face. Whole, I'm, I'm, I'm locked in. Yeah. And they, they don't like me at this point. Like they really don't like me. Um, so that's where it gets a little choppy. Now game ends. Things get things get a little weird. They're calling me a pedophile. I'm going over and literally fist bumping the, the kids, the ball boys, right? I'm fist bumping them. I'm giving them high fives, and they're calling me a pedophile. I'm like, all right, really? Like, seriously? Whatever. It's all it's all fun. It's all sport. But uh, they they you know they come up to me at the end of the game. Some of the guys really didn't like me. Uh, oh, actually, one guy that I will call out because I still don't think he likes me. I think the rest of them do. Uh, but the one guy really didn't like me. He's like. I go up and shake his hand. I'm like, hey, man, get home safe. And he's like, fuck you. I'll see you Wednesday. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I can't make this that? up. I, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, but he pushes me. He that. pushes me. He pushes me. I swear to God, he pushes me. Yeah. So I back. I'm not, you know, I'm a professional. I'm always going to be a professional. Uh, if he wants to swing, I would I would have gladly put him on his butt. Yeah. However, that's not who I am, right? I'm the professional. I'm the official announcer of the New York Shockers. So I, I step back. But I, I go over and I just wave at everybody and I say, hey, listen, listen, it's all love. See you guys Wednesday. Please drive safe. I look forward to seeing you guys again. Right. So another guy comes down, shakes my hand. It's all good. And we all sing. We all actually, you know, gather in the middle of the field, sing Kumbaya together. And we all we all, um, you know, raise our glasses. Yeah, it was and, pretty cute. Yeah, it was great. Um, so that was the Shockers game. If you if you don't get it right, this was this was. Let me just say the last thing about this right is this is fucking sports. That was sports, right? That was that was what I've been waiting for. If I could if I could make it draw a whole timeline of the any given Funday podcast and it led up to that moment right there, 
that is that was it, right? To be, we were the guy, you know, we're the, all of us, not just me, not just Amber, we're all the reason, right? We all contribute in our own special way, whether it be through a story, through writing the articles, through taking the pictures, through talking, right? We all do our part. And it's great to see that because whether we want to believe it or not, that was a product of us, right? Obviously, it's a product of the players. The players are amazing, right? This wouldn't happen without the players. But the entertainment side, the entertainment side was us too. It's the music. It's the it's the hyping them up. It's the support system, right? It's the people putting out the speakers. It's all that stuff. And for it to lead up to that moment right there, this in their inaugural season, right, to beat the undefeated team, that's pretty fucking awesome. And I said it to you probably eight times that night. That's why I love sports, right? Like that, Ray, was better than any night I've ever had out in any town in my entire, like that was it. I'll even go out I on a limb. I was electric. I felt, I felt alive, I'll, right? Yeah. I'll even go out on a limb and I'll say that that was better than some professional sports games that I've attended. 100%. You know what I mean? Just the electricity factor, being able to be, you know, so supportive and be there for your hometown team, which was exactly what I said to you that night when we got home, when we were playing, I was like, yo, like this is what we've wanted. We've wanted that Albany team that we can go and be behind. You know what I mean? Obviously, we had the Empire when they won the chip. That's great. We are getting, we are starting to build something here. Oh, we, and that's, we, we really are. You know what I mean? And that's, and I'm talking about obviously the city of Albany in general, the capital region. You know what I mean? So that is just one big step. Obviously, the Valley Cats go down. You know, minor league systems get taken out. They, they're still around, though, at least. So the good thing is we're able to keep teams here and we're bringing in new teams and new talent, different ways to access things in the capital region that we weren't able to years ago. Yeah. And it's bringing excitement. I'm telling people, dude, I went and told every single person that was like, yo, how was your weekend? I was like, bro, you guys got to come up. You guys got to come you out to the Shockers to. game you on Wednesday. To. You got to come support. I promise you it will be worth it. And a like, lot of people are like, yo, like I've missed going to you know high school soccer games or high school this, high school that. I might, I might pop out, you know what I mean? So it's really good to hear. Yeah. And like, that's, that's, that's really the theme of this, right? Obviously there's another Shockers game, uh, seven 30 on Wednesday. Everybody's got to be there. Everybody's got to be there. But it's just the fact that like, it was, it was, it was so electric, bro. Right? Like the rush that we get, like, that is why I do what I do. That is why we do this. Right is to put ourselves in the position. Obviously, like it's 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 all the last, but like, dude, that electricity and that like, you when you can get behind something, whatever it may be, whatever you feel a passion for, and just like get to that moment where like you just fucking whoop down on somebody, or like you know what I mean, whatever it may be, and that's just that's the competitive side of two fucking two bros, right? Is just like the fact that at the end of the day, we all want to compete. And you feel like you were in that game without actually being in that game. And it's just like, yo, that was a fucking dub, not only for the boys, not only for the coach, but for us too, right? And the best part about that, like we said, like we said too, is after the game, we went up and you were showing me around Afram's new place and we went up to the locker room with the boys and we were just shooting the shit with them. Yes. You know what I mean? Not having huge egos to face. All these guys love the community. And love getting the attention. They won't shy away from anybody. They're giving out autographs. They're talking to anybody. Everyone's running on the field after the game. It's not like, you Dude, know what that I mean? was oh, so, was so awesome. It's crazy. So awesome. And they're all supportive of it. They're not too big egoed or anything like that. Absolutely you don't have to worry not. about that. I'm up there shooting the shit. I can't remember his name, but. Which one? Um, who was seven? The one they were count, calling Count Chocula. That's, uh, that's uh, I don't want to botch his name. It's Adel. Okay. Or Adele, yeah, something like that. Okay, but yeah, I was. um. 
K I C. Okay, I was up Yo. there with him. I met him for the first I time. He's like, yeah. he's like, he's like, you're the other fun day boy, huh? And I was yeah. like, yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. they they know who we are. And- Absolutely, they do. And then, and let me tell you, uh, those guys are all awesome, right? They all yeah. message us on on the podcast, uh, Instagram, and personal Instagram, and they are that you know they love us and we love them. And I cannot wait to can't to, wait for Wednesday. Can't wait for Wednesday. Um, I'm, yeah, actually, I'm not even going to get ahead of myself. I was going to say I can't wait for next season. I, I can't wait for fucking Wednesday, man. <laughs> it's going to be absolutely electric. Uh, the New York Shockers, man, has been it's been a it it's just it's already grown so much in its inaugural season. Uh, and I really I can't thank you know Ross over there and Afrim and Amber uh, and everybody else that's part of that operation for giving us the opportunity uh, to just go there and have fun and just and just compete. And to to just whatever, you know, just have the opportunity to be a part of something, you know, special around here. And let me tell you last thing. And then we're moving right on. Afrim don't miss. We had a podcast with him. That dude is a a walking piece of success, like whatever he touches turns to gold. Uh, And so I am so glad that that we put our foot in in with with such a successful group of people. And that that stadium, man, is second to like it is the most beautiful soccer field I've ever seen. And I, I mean, I've never been to really soccer fields, but like you go there and you look at Colony, New York, and then you go back there and you're like, you're in a whole different atmosphere. It's a different environment. It's a different environment. Um, but it, it, I can't wait for Wednesday, and and it's just it's going to be fucking electric, bro. Um, leading into Thursday, talk about electric. Uh, the track's opening up. Saratoga race course. We're going Saturday, boy. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be different. Um, it's gonna be awesome. There's gonna be absolutely no fucking regulations. Oh, uh, so you just get to go, and it's just like you worked all last summer, and now you're going back up again, right? There better like, be a cigar in my hand. Seventeen seconds into me walking through the gate. Yeah, and a white claw. Yeah, or some sort of alcohol. No, white claw. Beverage. White claw. I like a white claw. All right, but listen, man. It's going to be the Saratoga race course. Uh, people don't realize it. People fail to realize it. It is a monumental landmark in the Northeast across the country. People will come across the country to come to Saratoga, right? Dude, look at Gaffney's on yes. you know, 50 cent coming. Obviously, they're paying them and stuff like that Obviously, to be here. Yeah. But the only reason that is is because how how big um, Dave man. from Barstool has really made this by being at the track and his love and of horse racing like that, and everything yeah. like that. So Barstool's helped that out and really gr- grown that community and made it to what it is now. It's in, and, and you know, I will say I, I'll, I'll contra, I'll like go on the contrary of that. Right. I think it was already, it was big. It's been big time for a hundred percent, for a hundred years. However, I think it's to the next level. It, it took them to the next level in the fact that it's now a young attraction too. Right. Right. Before it was like, old, you know, middle-aged older people, um, go up there and they bet and they part and they day party. Now it's like everybody goes to the track, right? Now it's the young people that go out to, you know, all these awesome places downtown at night, but it's, it's not even about that. It's about the track too, right? The track itself. Um, I can speak on it for days, man. I worked there for three years. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Three I didn't even years, know that. three summers. I worked at the post bar, which is right where Shake Shack is. And I'm sure I'll, I'll be able to uh, snag us some free Shake Shack. Ooh. At least me I've and never you. Tried I can't it. guarantee that for, for the whole squad. No, I haven't tried um, it, so dude, I'm in. you're going to fucking cream yourself. So I've you heard. better bring an extra pair of undies. I've heard um, good things. But, dude, this place is... Right, let me put it to you like this, okay? My first day ever there. I actually have a picture. 
my first date ever. All right. I'm I'm on the lead uh, bar back. Right. And these are no cakewalk days. These are 13 hours on your feet the whole day, lifting, going upstairs, running back and forth, getting ice. And you're, you're not running just from like the bar to like, there is a, it is the size of my house, between the distance between where I have to go to get stuff and where the bar is. Okay. It's an outdoor bar, uh, the red and white tent, right? That's, that's what everybody knows it as, but this place is electric. And on my first day, I'm carrying two 24 packs of Heineken. Okay. And I have my boss tap me on the shoulder, right on my, my right shoulder. And she goes, cause she knew me. She knew that I, that I liked sports and guess who comes up to me? Oh, how about the Plumley brothers? Wow. And she goes, she goes, you want to meet these guys? And I, I turn around and it's all the Plumley brothers right there. And I got a picture with them That's and I, sweet. dude, it's all of them. And they're all just chilling. They're like, yo, what's up, man? And like my boss knew them, right? Like that is, crazy. that is Saratoga, right? So like. You can draw whatever. Everybody has their own memories of Saratoga. It's a it's a legendary place. Absolutely fucking electric place. Um, but the fact that it's about to come back and there's going to be fans, uh, especially after a, a hiatus from last year, it's going to be absurd. It is not just a betting place. It is not just a place to um, you know go in and hang out for the day and you know dress up. It is a fucking darty. The whole day from 6 a.m. You better fucking be ready because it goes down. And then if you if, if you somehow right, if you somehow survive the day of Saratoga, right, you make it through the last race. The nightlife there is insane. The nightlife there. There's a pre bar. So, right, you, you pregame at the bar before you go to the track. Then you party at the track. The track is like the main party. Then you go to the post game, right? Not even going out. Then you go to the post game. There's places like the Horseshoe. Um, there, there's it's like the intermission. It's yes, it's like recover, but you're still drinking. And then, and then, if you're lucky enough, if you're one of the lucky few, if you get the golden ticket, you're fucking Willy Wonka, you're Charlie, right? And you make it. You make it through the first three phases. You make it to level four. Then you hit Caroline Street, and then level and then five it fucking goes down. You wake up and you don't know where you are. Oh. <laughs> I've seen my fair. I've never done a whole day. I've never done a buddy, whole day, buddy. Let me tell you. I know my dad did a ton of them back in the let day. Let me tell you, he has a lot of stories. Let me for tell me. you, you're not going to regret it. Well, I, it's going to kind of suck because I have work on Saturday, so I'm going to go up late. If you want to go up with them, obviously, oh, you can. No, I'm, we'll talk I'm, about that I'm, more yeah, after. But but listen, it's going to be fucking electric. It's going to be insane. I mean, I've been dude, to the track a few times, but I've never really been there, dude. You are going to see some of the. Some of the craziest things you've ever seen in your entire life, especially, especially this Saturday. This is the first Saturday after a pandemic. We've never had a pandemic before, okay? There's going to be bitches that are freaking, there's going to be grandmas, right? Grandmas. I'm in. That are, that are sitting there shaking their tatas at the bar. I don't need no, I don't There's going to be women and men and, 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 and elders passing out on the ground. <laughs> They're so lit. It's going to be epic, and there's going to be a lot of paramedics, but it's going to be epic. I'm here for it. Saratoga Race Course opens Thursday, and it is going to be one of the most electric seasons, if not the craziest season of Saratoga ever, and that is brought to you by the coronavirus. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that is going to be Great absolutely segue. legendary. Uh, I cannot wait uh, for everything this week, right? It, it is just, it is, we are finally getting to the point, Ray, that we've been begging and pleading for for two years where Capital Region sports are awesome, right? Capital Re- I mean, now we, Saratoga's Capital Region us, right? Like as far, yeah. not like, uh, I, I mean, as far as like the scale, the nationality scale of it, I get it's national, but like it's true to us. It is our baby, right? It's something we, we, we're proud of to talk about when, yes. we, when we say upstate New York. So now we have the track, we have the Shockers, we have the Firewolves, we have the Empire, we have the Dutchman, we, you know, you name it. We got a lot of fun stuff going on around here, and I am I am trying to dig my fist so deep into it that I can't get it out. You do what you want with that statement. I'm here for the ride. <laughs> but I am so ready for everything that's going on. I'll be making sure that that fist stays directly put. Yeah, you better. You better. You better. I'm going to be holding you to that. Um, but going on tonight, in, uh, in approximately 25 minutes, uh, we have the Home Run Derby. And we have a, we have a great... A group of people led by um, Babe Ruth Jr. himself. Uh, the Japanese are, he is Japan-born, Japan yes. Yeah. The Japanese, Babe Ruth himself, Shohei Otani, uh, coming in as a favorite at plus 300. Joey Gallo, Pete Alonzo, Matt Olson, Salvi, Juan Soto, Trevor Story, and Trey Mancini. Uh, Trey Mancini, great story. Um, of course, you know, having, uh, you know, cancer coming back. Ripping dingers. Uh, it's a, it's a great it's a great night here. And uh, right, I'm gonna go to you. Who is who's your dark horse? Who's your dark horse for tonight? Because I know we're gonna be watching it together. Who's your dark horse? And uh, who is going to let's say so? Who's your dark horse to win? And who is going to underwhelm? Right? Who who's going to you know have a lot of hype on him? And who's gonna underwhelm you out of those guys? Okay, so I'll go with this. I'm going to say Matt Olson is my dark horse. I like that. A, because he's a lefty hitting in Colorado. And notably, lefties have been big in Colorado. You have Ken Griffey, an all-time great who's won a home run derby in Coors Field, right? Yes. You have one of those guys. So you got four lefties, four righties tonight. Lefty, I know they got the wall in right field, but the balls are going to be flying out of here like there's no tomorrow. So it's about how many swings, not how many missed swings you can have. Because you get the ball in the air in Colorado, and it's going to keep going. Yeah. So look at Matt Olson. He's been having an absolutely fantastic year. They're not. He's not getting talked about enough. The A's aren't getting talked about enough. You know what I mean? So I think this is his time to put them on the map, put him on the map, let people know that he's the top, I would say, three, if not two, first baseman right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. So I think this is his time to shine. And a lot of people aren't looking at him. You know, they're looking at Shohei Otani, right? Everybody wants to see him. And also you have a guy like Pete Alonso, who, if you forgot, Joe, is our reigning home run derby champion. Back yes, in 2019. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I think there's also a curve here. A lot of these guys don't know what they're getting into. I think this is great for baseball that we have so many big names this year. And we have, you know, your Juan Soto, your, that we got Shohei in. You got a guy in Trevor Story who, yeah, he might be in his last leg with the Colorado Rockies. But if he can go out with a bang like this in his hometown. Oh, yeah. Or for the hometown it's crowd. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. Any of these storylines. You got, like you said, Trey Mancini. Great story there. Juan Soto's the up-and-coming guy. Salvi. Who, Salvi. Salvi one the of the vet, best. Yeah, you know what I mean? Vet. One of the most respected guys out there. Absolutely. Right up there with Yadi yep. Molina. Having an absolutely absurd season absurd, at his age. Absurd, man. You know what I mean? So anybody who wins this. Um, it's cool. It's going to be it's, it's like, going to be a yeah, show. Yeah, you it don't hate It really them. is going to be a show. What I will say is I genuinely don't know how Story's going to perform tonight. 
Yeah. I'm worried about it. But I also think he could pop off. I'm more worried because, like I said, I think the lefties are going to fare better here. He's going to have a little bit of pressure on him. The Rockies have... Oh, and how the hell can we forget fucking Joey Gallo? Joey Gallo. The biggest Gallo, dick on the field. The biggest dick, right? <laughs> he might strike out more than he hits home runs, but he'll hit some bombs. Oh, yeah. He's going to hit the I fucking wanna, spear off I want to see tonight. 583 tonight. Yeah, yeah. We I might. Think that, I think that's not a bold prediction. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. think that's a possibility with him and Olsen on the field. So, um, yeah, I'm more worried about story um, just because I feel like he's going to feel some pressure. And a lot of the thing, like I said, with these guys, too, is they aren't they haven't been in this situation. You get four minutes. You don't get to choose your pitches. You kind of get to just swing every time. You're going rapid fire for four straight minutes. Yeah. You're not even in the cage for 50 seconds when you're watching BP before a game. <laughs> How do you think they're going to fare when they're getting in there for four minutes straight? No break. Yeah. Yes, they do get a timeout. Yeah. Tiebreaker rules are pretty cool. I like there hasn't. I, I don't know if there's been really a tie. And Joe, let me ask you a quick question before I get to your. What do you got for me? What? Who are the only two? Oh, fuck. Who are yeah. the only two players since 2000 to win multiple home run derbies and who compete Alonzo joined tonight to be the third? Josh Hamilton. No. Fuck. Uh, I'll give you a hint. One yes. is a first baseman and the other one is Albert Pujols. No. Jason Giambi. No. Fuck. Uh, I wouldn't say a big name. Todd Helton. Played for the Brewers and the Tigers. Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder's one. Yeah. And the other one is currently a Met. Cespedes? Cespedes. Whatever, whatever, whatever version of Met he is, actually. <laughs> yeah. But okay. All right. So Pete Alonso could join them tonight. Yeah. Okay. Did I not answer any of your questions? No, you did. Okay. So, I kind of got lost extent. in the sauce how I usually do. To so. some extent. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to come right off, the, uh, right off the bat. So my dark horse, my dark horse for tonight, and, and this isn't me saying he's going to win. This is me saying... He is the dark horse of the matchup tonight. Salvi. Salvador Perez. Uh, he's sitting right there in the middle of the crowd, right? Plus 800. Uh, same odds as Juan Soto. Uh, but I think Salvi, um, you know, I, just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what has me so attracted to putting money on him tonight like I did. Uh, I don't know why oh, wow. I did. Um, I, it could backfire right in my, right in my face, right? But I don't know. I just I feel something electric about Salvador Perez tonight. Who's he got in the first round again? Um, I think he's. Does he have? I think he has. Not so. Does he have Olsen in the first round? Maybe. I honestly, I, I saw it earlier. Yeah. I had it up on my earlier so one. Did but I don't I. have it on yeah. this one. I just have their odds here because I was going off that. But maybe if you can, I don't know if you find it, let us know. But I'm gonna go Salvador Perez, dark horse, and I'm gonna go. I, I have to. I'm gonna go Shohei Otani as as my. Uh, as my guy who could really... Pete. Yeah. He's against Pete first. He's against Pete? Mm-hmm. See, that's a fair matchup. I don't think... I think Pete's great. Um, but I will say, I think Otani is somebody that can go out tonight and completely botch it. Right? A guy like th- that's in such a rhythm like that, it could really... Like, I don't want to see Otani do good tonight. I don't. Because if he does good tonight, I feel like he's just going to fuck his swing in the second half of the season. And this guy, this guy is on pace, Ray. For like 60 home runs. And pitching like a two-something ERA. Right? Like he's off his absolute rocker. So if he goes out there and wins tonight, something like this might be one of the craziest seasons like ever for a baseball player. Ever. Ever. Like since the first bat and ball were made. Right? If this guy goes out here and wins the home run derby, 
is the starting pitcher in the All-Star game, then goes out and plays right fucking fields, and then finds a way to, you know, whatever, make the playoffs, pitches a two, it has a two freaking 3.3 ERA, and bats 310 with, with goddamn 54 home runs and 120 RBIs. Like, that might be the best season ever for any player, ever. Ever. And think ever. about this. Let me give you the contrary. Think about this. He wins the home run derby. Yeah. Does all that. Goes out, wins all-star game MVP. Yeah. There's no question asked. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't think... I think he's too much of a sound swinger. Because he doesn't go for home... He doesn't have like an No, uppercut. he doesn't. And that's he why... Just, that's when and that's why connects, I'm not... Yes. When he connects, it's just... It's... Boof. Like, you know, it's... It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's line See missiles. You later. Yes. And the thing is, Joe... Gone forever. Is line missiles in Colorado... I don't know how that's going to fare with him. They got some big walls in right field. He's yes. not a big center no, field guy. No, all right, he like he likes. He's not an oppo right. guy. No, he likes right. So elevating the ball, I know he can do it. Don't get me wrong. And he did go opposite field uh, for that. I think actually for one of my fun day five videos. So not to say yes, he, he can't. Yep. But when you're getting the ball thrown in forty to fifty yes. miles an hour from thirty feet, it's a little different than seeing ninety five on the outside corner going the opposite way. So. um I would even go as far to say as Pete is an under or is a is a dark horse. Yeah, he is, and, and yeah, I, mean, I, I think any any of the any of the three guys in the, in the you know as far as odds go, being Otani, uh, Gallo, and Alonzo, could they can all hit the fuck out of the ball, right? Like everybody here can. Mm-hmm. But I really think it comes down to a guy like Gallo and a guy like Alonzo. I put my money on Salvi. I'm gonna stick with my guy Salvi, um, but I really think it, like a Gallo and Alonzo uh, final would be very fun to watch. Yeah, I would I would completely agree. I would love to honestly see two fucking meatballs. I would love to see Juan Soto somehow pull it off just because I feel like he has that electric factor. Yeah, he does. You know what I mean? I feel like once you get him going, he's he feeds into it very well. Something about a young lad in uh And like I said, I'd also like Washington. to see I'd love to see Matt Olson just because I think he's very underrated, underappreciated first baseman in this league. Yes. And I just want to see him get his time to shine. You know what I mean? I think this is his time and I believe that he has more than enough capability to win this thing tonight. I totally agree. Um, home run derby on in like 10, 10 minutes. So we're going to wrap this bitch up in about two. <laughs> um, right. Anything else? I mean, I, I guess let's touch, let's touch very briefly on the finals. Sons and fours, th- uh, not a thing anymore. I know. And I'm going to get a lot of shit for if you went and watched the, because we talked a little bit about it, about Giannis not being a number bit, yeah. one. Okay. He's, and he's let playing me say this. absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. Let me say this. That wasn't a knock on Giannis saying that he's a bad player. I'm just saying that there's certain guys. You have to be a shot creator. That you want on your team in the fourth quarter. And I get that he's putting up big numbers. But is he going to be able to? I, I I don't know if he's going to consistently do that through the series. And he's not my first guy. I'm going to go and get. You're telling me you're going to take him over KD? No, no. You're telling me you're going to take him over Dame? No. Over Steph? No. I agree. You know what I mean? I think there's really you need a shot creator. And even LeBron's fallen off to that number two spot. You know what I mean? Because I, I, we didn't get to see him that much in this playoff, so I can't really say much. Right. You know I, what I mean, mean? I, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I would say that. That it's it's closer now, and in, in, in I would say yeah. I would say that it's closer between LeBron and AD than 100%. LeBron has ever had sure with is. the second guy on sure this roster. Is. Absolutely, I agree. You know what I mean? So um, let's. But that's what happens when Devin Booker has an off night. Oh yeah, he shot abysmal. Yeah, it was so, abysmal. It, it was bound even, to happen. He's and, been and playing. Chris out of Paul his played like garbage too, right? Ayton was kind of the best player on the Sun for the Suns. Uh, Cam Johnson actually. Showed out. No, I'm going to lie. I'm, I'm that was a complete lie. Uh, Jay Crowder. I would say Cam Johnson. 
Yeah. Yeah, Stellar Knight. Played uh, out of his mind. Crowder. That's another thing, too. Is this Suns team? They're so young. Yeah, they are. They're so young, man. Dude, you had a couple you had a couple vets in with those young legs, dude. A couple guys that can just guide you, and that's and that's where you get you. It's crazy. Um, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say this is a series now. Plain and simple. I think it's a series. I don't think it's I it's not a series, right? Until until somebody loses on their home court. So it's it, technically not a series yet, but I'm going to go and say it's a series. Well, here's the thing too: is what did what did the Bucks do against the Nets in, in the last round? Right, it was the exact same thing. They got down two. Oh, they came back, pushed it to a seven game series. I mean, really made KD do pretty much everything at the end of the game. And what did they do last game? They isolated Booker. They doubled him. They they got physical with him, made him uncomfortable at the start of the game, and it, and it showed the rest of the game. Time for some Chris let Paul. Giannis do the let Giannis do your work. Let Drew Holiday get his 20 to 25 that he gets and have Middleton have a decent game from three. That's right. That's their plan. They, they stuck to it. They executed it very well, and it resulted in a blowup. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk on McGregor at all or no? He fucking stinks. Where's the button? Hang on. Is this it? Oh, fuck. What is that? That was our fucking closing song. Fuck. <laughs> Um, yeah, he fucking sucks. Who the fuck is this guy? I think it's the purple. Yeah, the whatever. But, but, um, let me ask you this. Yeah, I want, what do you I want got? to know. What do you got? Do you think his kicks had anything to do with it? Or do you think that was just a whole, I will, because s- I've been on the side of, I've literally jumped six inches off the ground, torn my entire ACL. Okay. Uh, I'll say this and then I want to end this bad boy because I yeah. want to watch this fucking home run derby. Yeah. Um, I will say, I'll say this. Ever since McGregor fought, fuck, and this is, you know, insert name, right? Khabib, Habib, fucking Khabib, Habib, whatever, every, you know, it's like, it's like saying tomato, tomato, whatever you guys say it. I say uh, Habib. All right. That's who I say. Since he fought Habib, his leg's been fucked, right? He did something to McGregor's leg and it just never recovered the same. I don't know what he did. I don't know if he just stared at it funny. I don't know what happened. But ever since then, his leg's been fucked. So, no, I don't think it had anything to do with the kicks. I just think he's been on a weird leg ever since. I don't know what it is. I don't know thought. if something's ruptured. I don't know if something's funny. I don't know if he just, I, I don't know. But ever since then, he's had a funny leg. With that being said, McGregor sucks. And <laughs> do you think he's coming Poirier back? would have whooped the fuck out of him. Do you think he's coming round. back? Uh, Yes. You think he'll have another fight? You don't think he's going to retire? Uh, I think he's going to have another fight. I don't think he'll ever be a competitor for uh, being a, you know, a top contender anymore. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if he'll ever be a top contender. I don't know again. if they'll ever have another. I don't think they'll have Poirier versus him for. You know what I mean? I, don't uh, I think he will beg for it. You think so? Absolutely. I mean, I think he'll beg for it. I don't know if he'll give it to him. He was dominating him. And like I said, dude, in that fight, the last fight, and against Khabib, I mean, he just looks tired so quick. Yeah. You see it I, in his face. He gets on the ground, he gets in a bad position, and he can't get out of it. It's like, how have you not, like, people are starting to realize your strengths. After 30 fights, you think he would go, see what people are studying on him, and work on it, right? Yeah. Then just being that heavy hitter, the big talker, that goes out with a lot of energy, and swings. I agree. But, is what it is. I mean, not really much to talk about, just because it was only a fucking round. Which you jinxed, by the way. I blame you. I, t- I, I literally said, Ray, I don't want this fight to suck. What did it do? It went out there and sucked. Yep. Uh, so that's beautiful. 
Um, ladies and gentlemen, there is, uh, it's just a beautiful week to be alive here in the Capital Region in Albany, New York, in such a great, great spot here where it fucking pisses every day and rains. Um, but other than that, it is such a great week. Uh, it's supposed, the one beautiful night this week is supposed to be Wednesday night for the New York Shockers. Yes, that is Mother Nature doing that for us, right? For us. Because the Shockers are going to roll the Kingston Stockade once again. I cannot wait to be there. I hope all of our listeners are there. If you have any questions about how to get in, if you need help getting in, if you need a, a ticket, I can get you a ticket, whatever it may be. Show up, wear some red, wear some yellow, and let's 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 take down this Kingston Stockade team. I'm ready. It's going to be electric. I am so ready for that. And then if you somehow make it through Wednesday night, Thursday, if you're not working, if you're not a part of the working class, find your way up to Saratoga Racecourt. It's going to be an absolutely electric season up there as well. And, uh, you know, all the other good stuff, of course, right? Our YouTube, our Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, you name it, find us. It's at Given Fun Day. It's at Any Given Fun Day, wherever you want to find us. If you type in those words, you're going to find us. Um <laughs> agfpodcast.com. We always have great articles going up there. And of course, I need to say it uh, before we get off here. Congratulations to Lauren uh, DeMaio uh, for getting the ESPN. Yeah, right? crazy. She I made even, it to the I messaged, mother- I messaged her right before the show. Made it to the motherboard. Um, and it's, it's, it's all, that's a, that's a content contributor for us. Uh, probably won't be doing that anymore. Um, but it was, it was a pleasure having her while we did. And now we just step up and wait for our opportunity, uh, because it's only, it's only a matter of time, but, uh, congratulations, Lauren. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, make sure you enjoy your week. We look forward to seeing you at that Shockers game on Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. right at Afrim Sports Park at the end of Sand Creek Road, and you know, where it connects there, Albany Shaker, Sand Creek Road. If you have any questions, message us. But as always, make sure you don't forget to let the fun days roll. <laughs>